welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. Ooh, very freaky intro. I am the great and powerful mystery. And I am Jay. And this week, we are taking you on a guide to recent scientific discoveries. What? Your accent just seems to keep morphing. <laughs> it hasn't found its place yet. No, yeah, keep going. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, we're going to do... There's two kind of big scientific discoveries this week uh, for wildlife. Uh, so we wanted to kind of cover those on this... In, as in this week, as in the week we're recording this. This comes out several weeks later. Are they Is it? Are they freaky discoveries? Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. definitely. They're both definitely... They're freaks. First, first one, if you guys see this, our, our Antarctic monster. Scientists spot strawberry-bodied sea creature with 20 arms. Sounds freaky. Yeah, it's popped up everywhere. Uh, but in this remarkable revelation, a group of researchers in Australia and the United States came across an unidentified and unsettling aquatic species following a sequence of research journeys and conducted near Antarctica. The recent discovery being is referred to the Antarctic strawberry feather due to its resemblance in the shape of a strawberry. Approximately 20 arms, this creature exhibits color ranging from this purplish to pinkish hue to a deepish red shade. Hmm. And the picture of that dead one looks like it's just white or like That's bone, a dead one. Like bone colored. Yeah, it's a dead one. So I don't know, how do they know what the live ones look like? They caught him alive, and then they put him in formaldehyde. And then it turned to that? Yeah. Uh, like, even our really, like, darters and stuff are really colorful fish. When we put them in formaldehyde, they just go gray. Right, yeah. I know, it's just what happens. Uh, now, this is a type of feather star. So anybody had not seen a feather star online, they're definitely a very interesting species to look at. Uh, this is a new species of Antarctic feather star. Uh, the The... Groups of animals that we think may be living under the Antarctic ice sheet grows and grows and grows, including like we've talked about here, the the ice fish and stuff like that that have the right. largest breeding colonies on the planet are underneath the Antarctic ice sheet. Episode something on here. Some of the biggest starfish uh, ever discovered underneath the Antarctic ice sheet. Uh, there's a lot of like there's actually a, an abundance of life on, in the Antarctic in the Antarctica in is, the water. Is it just because we're exploring it more now that more it's getting discovered? Out, yeah. yeah, it's very hard environment to study. It's very cold, and then the problem with going underneath the ice sheet is your likelihood of getting trapped is much higher. Oh yeah, that you can't just go straight up. Straight, yeah, exactly. It's you like know, the fear of any ice being under it. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, there's a difference between like a submarine can bust through a couple feet of ice. Yeah, but when it's a half mile of ice. I, Ain't busting through that. <laughs> it's going to take a minute. Or back it up and ramming, back it up and ramming. With a big drill in the end. Uh, so this is kind of the, yeah, it's neat. It's very neat. If you guys haven't seen this, uh, Feather Stars, I'd highly suggest looking them up. But they yeah. Are, they look a lot different alive than they do dead. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, everybody said this thing looks like an alien face hugger and stuff like that. And it does when it's dead. It does not look anything like this when it's alive. A little different, yeah. Very different. Very different. I know. They portray this thing as being like some sort of alien looking thing, but. No, feather stars are very alien, especially when you watch them swim. Yeah. Like an animal must be hypnotizing. Yeah. Well, no, they look alien, yeah, but now I know that they're everywhere. They're all sorts of different kinds of them. Mm-hmm. And they're everywhere. It's not like some it's, rare... Uh, it is a very amazing discovery in Antarctica. Right, yeah. Because as far as we knew, they were tropical species. Right. As far as we knew, feather stars only occurred on our biggest reefs. Okay, so that's the freaky part about them. Yeah, so that's indicating that there's actually some... 
At least these new guys. Giant ecosystems underneath the ice sheets. Right. Undiscovered reefs and stuff like that. So something that's never been documented is a cold water reef. Ah. So that's what a lot of biologists are kind of thinking they may be under the ice sheet and stuff like that. Because we keep there's tons and tons of life. Because these guys only live in, on reefs, right? Yeah. Hmm. So there should be one under there then if they're finding these yeah, guys. Yeah, or they're the exception to the rule. There's there's you know, there's always exceptions to every rule of family True, group yeah. on the planet. True. That's it for the strawberry feather star. Strawberry feather star. Okay. Next one. Uh it's a little bit of a bigger discovery. But actually <laughs> I have the button. I just gotta find it. What, the little two drums and a cymbal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find it. Here we go. There, there we go. We go. Uh, move over, blue whale. You've been demoted, says Uh-oh. this article. Uh-oh. Uh, the scientists say they may have discovered the most massive creature to ever exist. This is talking about animals. Uh, now, it's Prestichusis colossus. as a gigantic ancient whale. So this is when whales still kind of look like crocodiles. Okay. Uh, so not quite a blazemosaur, which is a very... Uh, crocodilian-looking animal. They still had the big, they the really reptilian-looking head with the big teeth. They still had very big front arms, and they had little tiny back legs. And their tail fluke was more like that of a manatee rather than an actual developed fluke. Oh, so it's a transitioning species. Uh, Prestigious, uh, why it was so big? It only got to be now estimates are a little varied. Uh, but it's thought to only be between 66 and 75 feet long for the big adults. They, and the bones they pulled out of this are absolutely massive. And they're thick and they're gigantic. So this thing actually had dense bones, unlike modern day baleen whales. They have okay. really light bones. Uh, this guy is extremely dense, more like a hippo. So that's why hippos can be almost the same size as rhinos and outweigh them dramatically. Right. Bones are so dense. Because they want to sink. Right. So we think this Prestichusis was living on the bottom, feeding on fish in the sediments and stuff like that. And it got so big due to that, wanting to be so heavy. Hmm. Uh, so the biggest blue whale we have is right at just under 500,000 pounds. So what they expect these guys might be? 850,000 pounds is the specimen they found. That's quite a lot bigger. Yeah. Quite a lot. And a lot shorter, like 40 or 50 feet shorter in length. Yeah, because blue whales are like 100 feet. 100 to 110. Yeah. So these guys are considerably shorter, but 375 tons. So they're just thick with two Cs. Yeah, and their bones are just massive. Mass. I mean, we're talking about each vertebra was, I think, around three or 400 pounds. Jeez, that's pretty big. And, that's that's, big. and they're pulling out of the hole and stuff. Like they, they just don't look like they look. So they actually pulled... Like these bones, they found these bones? They have a very complete skeleton of this guy. Whoa. And that was just recently discovered? Yeah. Huh. That's pretty it, awesome. It, and its family has been known for a long time. And, it, you know, it's a uh, actually, well, let me get to where it was. Keep talking. Well, I'd like to see, remember those bones we saw in that video where they, where that, I don't know, that little sub, like remote controlled sub went down to pick up those that vertebrae they found in the bottom of the ocean we talked about. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how many months ago now. But uh, and they tried to pick it up, and the bones just dissolved. Yeah, so that was definitely. I don't know. Some people said it was whale. I don't think it was a whale. Yeah. It really didn't look whale to me. Uh, it, this was in Peru. Hmm. A lot of weird stuff going on there right now. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting whale. Maybe they're, all that stuff's going on is just to hide the whale carcasses. Mm-hmm. When you look at this thing, it really doesn't look like a whale. Yeah. <laughs> but whales really recently just started looking like that. There's big. Uh, vertebrae market you know ancient whale vertebrae market going on in peru black market and they're covering up with uh these gold mining jetpack riders 
different show. Oh yeah, different show. That, that's, but no, the biggest animal about. ever. It's just crazy how thick they are, and uh, the, so there's been some really cool art to come out with them, like them swimming next to a blue whale. Yeah, and stuff like that, or people swimming with them, and like for scale and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and it really gives you like they're like not that big. They're about the length of a large humpback, but but you know. Uh, about 10 times the weight. Right. Just very, very wide. Wide. And then just dense. So you think they're just like bottom crawlers? That's what a lot of biologists believe. Yeah. Because uh, they're so dense that they'd have to be able to jump back up to the surface to breathe. So they're still 60 feet long. So and they still have a large tail fluke. So they can. It's powered swimming. Right. Yeah. Unlike buoyancy swimming. So like when a whale stops moving, it just kind of sits there. Okay. It's it's neutrally buoyant. Gotcha. Or, or it's even even a little positively buoyant, but not you know you know it's it's very close to neutral. These guys are very negatively buoyant, so they're crawling along the bottom, hunting, and then when they need to breathe, they shoot, shoot up to the top yeah. to breathe. They could not probably swim open ocean very long. I was gonna say they probably weren't in like deep areas. Either. No, they, we really think they're a very coastal species. Yeah, it makes sense. That's where all the food is, mm-hmm. especially built like that. And and there's a lot of argument what they were eating and stuff like that. Gosh. Uh, Imagine though, like. Swimming in shallow waters and that comes like rolling up. Uh uh-uh. uh. Very tiny heads. <laughs> it's, it's very frightening. That would suck. That's like the scariest thing about the ocean, too, is we don't know what's in there. I always like swimming in the ocean, which I just did a, couple, a month ago. But I don't like thinking about what could be crawling around my feet, especially something like this big. That's what would be crawling on your feet. This would be the island you're standing on. Right. I know. I know. What's crawling down beneath the surface of the water? But yeah, those are my two scientific discoveries for hmm. the week. Interesting. What was Freaky. your favorite? You got to pick one. Oh, Who's it's got to be this whale. Prestosuchus colossus. Yeah. Oh, let's call it that. What does, it, does it have a layman term name? I don't know if they gave it one yet. Uh, I, I, I haven't seen one yet. Hmm. Maybe, um, maybe we should coin it here on Freaky Fauna Friday. The, the new, Latin what? name literally translates the colossal whale from Peru. Uh, what would you call it? Oh, so Blesmosaurs, it's in the family of Blesmosauridae. Uh, I don't know. These 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 ancient whales, there's a lot of them. Like, whales tried all kinds of of shapes and sizes and textures. <laughs> you can't think of, like, a good, uh, no. you know, like, blue whale. There's sperm whale, gray whale. But all those are named after their color. Right. Or the stuff found inside their skull. So what about this guy? I don't know. We don't know what Short-legged color it was. whale. No, I'd probably call it the like uh, a tiny head whale. Now, one second, probably the stellar whale or something like that, or oh, thick stellar whale. No, just the stellar because the stellar sea cow is the biggest sea cow ever. Ah, oh, gotcha. So, and then some of the other stellar animals were quite large, or the sea cow whale, or the dugon whale, or something like that, because it's very built like that. I call them the thick boy whale. Well, if you're trying to think of an actual name that'll get put in a book, I just want to see that in like the science books. You know, you're flipping through. Yeah, we got. The blue whale, and then the recently discovered thick boy whale, but no, like manatee whale or something like that, just because the tail fluke. Ooh, is manatee very, whale. There you go. Very big and round, like yeah. a manatee. Hmm. I call them pin or not. Pin They're very pin. similar in in body design to a manatee, where a manatee crawl with kind of their front flippers. These guys actually still had fingers exposed, hmm. but so they were much more like wide and flattened fingers. Ungulate whale. No. <laughs> that All is right. a wrong statement. Yeah, I know. It's confusion. It's chaos world whale. I don't know. I have no idea. Now something like that. Colossus, the colossal whale. 
Yeah, it's, but that one's my favorite. I like that over the other thing. I, even though the other thing I thought was like an alien face grabber at first, and I thought that was pretty cool. But once you show it in its true uh, color and form and what they actually look like, not dead, soaked in from out of height, it's quite a different story. It's less <laughs> uh, less intri- tri- intriguing of an animal. Although the the environment, finding one in the Arctic... That's pretty intriguing. It's pretty awesome, actually. So I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up, but I'm still going to go with the whale. The biggest animal ever. Yeah. And it's... the funny thing is, is we, as like, scientists always put on these limits or these estimates of yeah, the upper... can only be this big. Like, no, it was sauropods were a great example of land animals, because uh, for a long time they said 70 tons. That's it, yeah. Because they were just literally bone mass couldn't support, support it, it like, yeah. anymore. And then we found an uh, Argentinosaur juvenile that was 72 tons. Uh, yeah, juvenile. And they're like, okay. And then they could, and then they found one that was 80 tons and 85 tons. I think our biggest sauropod now is around 90 tons. There's no definitives in science. And in biology. There's in just, biology. Uh, it will conquer. In nature. Yeah. If you, it has enough time. So sauropods had a long time on land like to Qui- get that big. Like Qui-Gon Jinn said, there's always a bigger fish. And they say with mammals, like, why, like even because mammals got really big a long time ago, uh, but why we don't see terrestrial mammals like that is because it's just too hard to move in the, our body heat system, in our reproductive system. And the level so, of oxygen, the atmosphere. I don't believe that, personally. Me either. I'm being facetious. The eggs is a big thing with dinosaurs and reproduction. Yeah. Because you can still become massive and still produce tons of small offspring. Right, yeah. You know, elephants and other uh, pseudopachyderms and stuff like that. That's where they kind of topped out. And same with uh, like other giant mammals like a Paraceratherium. Because mm-hmm. they had almost a three-year gestation cycle. That's craziness. So the bigger mammals have that. That's a big detriment for biology and mammals. Right. For them to get truly massive on land. Right. Uh, whales get around it a little bit because they, they, they take a lot of that weight off. You know, basically being in the yeah, water, yeah, yeah, and the food abundancy and the easy, it's easier to move and maneuver. It's Less just predators, too. I but would it assume. wasn't actually, no, probably not in the ocean. No, probably no, not. A lot of stuff, more space to hide from predators, maybe, or more space to run into predators, or that, too. I guess, however, you want to look at it. I don't know. No, living in the ocean is not easier than living on land. Mm, I guess, you're right, and especially if you need to breathe air, yeah. Especially because that's when your predators know they got to find you on the surface. I wonder if whales have like underground uh, or underground, gosh, underwater uh, like air pockets that they, you know, have in their little secret spots. Like in video games, you know, when you're in an underwater level and every now and then you get a little air pocket, you can breathe, refill your I know uh, bowheads and humpbacks have rocks they visit every year. They hmm. scrape all the extra stuff off them. Oh, nice. Okay. Like it's very rare to have like sharp rocks in the ocean. Yeah. So, so once they find one, they're like... It, they come back every year. Yeah, that's my spot, my scratching spot. Because, like, gray whales, humpbacks, bowheads, they have areas on their bodies that grow barnacles on purpose, but they don't want them everywhere. It's like having that one door frame at home that you go over mm-hmm. to scratch I your back exactly on. which one. Yep. All right. Uh, what's positive words of wisdom? You'll never know what nature can do, so go out and see for yourself. Right. Buy she, quail, buy. We're, we're, in a, we're in a time of... Or a season of change right now. You know, the the the... It is not fall yet. Don't no, but it's coming. That, when this is don't when this put re- that juju on me. When this releases, you know, next the week. leaves, the leaves will be start to change soon. The wind's blowing them off. What? You know, your your plants are finishing their. Uh, what? You can't play those noises. This is positive time. It is. It's positive. You know that your plants are. Your harvest is coming. You know, and 
plants to start dying off and rejuvenating for next right. season. I've been the great and powerful Mr. E. And I've been Jay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Fat on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow, remember to share and give it a five-star review.